the service of prayer and preaching for Reformation Day, October 31st, 2021. The opening hymn is TLH 260, O Lord, Look Down from Heaven, Behold. So 
through God's word shall men endure each trial and tribulation. Its light beams brighter through the cross and purified from human dross. It shines through every nation. Defend thy truth, O God, and stay this evil generation. And from the error of its way, keep thine own congregation. The wicked everywhere abound, and would thy little flock confound. But thou art our salvation. Amen. The service of prayer and preaching, opening versicles, page 260. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Sanctify us in your truth. Your word is truth. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. In place of the Old Testament canticle, we sing LSB 954, We All Believe in One True God. Born of Mary, virgin. 
the power of the Spirit, Word made flesh our elder brother, that the lost might life inherit, was crucified for all our sin, and raised by God to life again. We all confess the Holy Ghost, dwelling with God the Father and the Son comforts us beyond all telling. Through the Church's own creation keeps in unity of spirit near forgiveness and salvation daily Come through Jesus' merit, no flesh shall rise, and we shall be in bliss with God eternally. Revelation, the 14th chapter. Then I saw another angel flying directly overhead, with an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who dwell on earth, to every nation and tribe and language and people. And he said with a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The introit is verses from Psalm 34, the antiphon coming from Psalm 119. I will speak of your testimonies before kings, O Lord, and shall not be put to shame. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I will speak of your testimonies before kings, O Lord, and shall not be put to shame. A reading from Romans, the third chapter. Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be stopped, and the whole world may be held accountable to God. For by works of the law no human being will be justified in his sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin. 
But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness, because in his divine forbearance he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time, so that he might be the just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Then what becomes of our boasting? It is excluded. By what kind of law? By a law of works? No, but by the law of faith. For we hold that one is justified by faith apart from works of the law. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from Matthew, the 11th chapter. Jesus said, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven is being violently attacked, and the violent men are trying to snatch it away. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. And if you are willing to receive it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. But to what shall I compare this generation? It's like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to others. We played the flute, but you did not dance. We sang a dirge, but you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Look, this man is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. And so wisdom is justified by her deeds. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Continue with the common responsory on page 263. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. We continue with the Ten Commandments, the Apostles' Creed, and the Lord's Prayer. You shall have no other gods. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, 
the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. While John sits in prison, questions arise. Is Jesus who he says he is? Is he the one who was promised to come, or should we be looking for another? The expectations of man are often lofty and misguided. In the Lord's Prayer, we are taught to pray, lead us not into temptation. What does this mean? God tempts no one. We pray in this petition that God would guard and keep us so that the devil, the world, and our sinful nature may not deceive us or mislead us into false belief, despair, and other great shame and vice. Although we are attacked by these things, we pray that we may finally overcome them and win the victory. What do you expect? What did you come out to see? What do you expect to see of the church in the world? What do you expect of the world, the devil, and your own flesh? Jesus sets our expectations aright. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven is being violently attacked, and violent men are trying to snatch it away. John the Baptist, the forerunner of Christ, was the Elijah who was to come. With boldness and confidence, he pointed to the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. From the day that John preached repentance and baptized, the kingdom of God has been violently attacked. John may as well have sounded a battle cry when he baptized our Lord, for from that day on, Jesus and his kingdom have been under attack. Immediately upon coming up from the Jordan after his baptism, Jesus went into the desert and was tempted by the devil. He was attacked by Satan. These attacks of temptation by the devil on Jesus did not end until Jesus breathed his last at his crucifixion. The violent try to take the kingdom by force because that is the only way they know. Satan, the father of this world, the sinful world, only knows violence and its fruits. Temptation, sin, destruction, pain, sickness, and death. He has never created anything. He has never sought after or promoted anything good or lasting. He is only interested in diversion from the truth and distraction from the eternal. He uses sin and death as weapons against the kingdom of God. He seeks to entice or force the children of God into false belief, despair, and other great shame and vice. The kingdoms of this world show their true colors by their own works. The prevailing attitude throughout the kingdoms of this world and those who are worldly-minded only know and love the conquering by violence. Glory in battle is won by force. The strong, the proud, and the mighty are rewarded. The kings of the earth rule with armies and sanctions and violent weapons and mandates. They're afraid of losing what little power they think they have, and so they will exploit any sign of weakness, challenge any vulnerability in the system, 
and manipulate any flaw by which they think they can gain more power to themselves. This is not the modus operandi of the kingdom of heaven. It does not deal out violence. It suffers violence. It doesn't violently attack. It is violently attacked. The kingdom of God is the kingdom of martyrs, of the lowly, of the meek, of the humble. Those who want to be part of this kingdom are those who would suffer violence with the kingdom and for the kingdom. They stand separated from the world of violence. They are in the world, but not of the world. They put their hands to the plow and do not look back. They turn the other cheek and suffer violence. The world sees them as weak because they're obsessed with the Lamb of God. It's not the kingdom of the world that prevails in their attention. It's the kingdom of the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The kingdom of heaven does not operate according to the principles of this world. It is, well, not reasonable according to the wisdom of men. Its ruler did not come with military fanfare on a war horse in a show of power. He came instead through a lowly birth unnoticed by all except a few poor shepherds who knew it by proclamation of angels and a handful of foreigners who knew it by revelation of scripture. Even in his crowning moment, at the height of his popularity, was short-lived. He entered his royal city on a lowly donkey, and for what purpose? It wasn't to overthrow the current government and sitting magistrates. It was to suffer and die. The cross was his earthly throne. You Christians, look at the cross. This is your God. What kind of a God becomes flesh in order to allow himself to be abused by men? What kind of a God comes to take beatings and die? Not the kind designed by men. This would not have been our plan. What kind of a God is he? He is the only God. There is only one God. He is exclusive and jealous. He is righteous and holy. He is creator. He is redeemer. He is sanctifier. His ways are not our ways, and his thoughts are not our thoughts. He is love, and he loves mankind. This love drove him into our world. Out of love, for a while, he denies himself, comes in meekness and submission, and even suffers violence. And by the violence done to him, he wins the kingdom. He redeems you, buys you back from the accuser, Satan. By the death and resurrection and ascension of Jesus Christ, he now rules at his majestic throne from the right hand of the Father. But he rules by mercy and grace, for this is his kingdom of grace for a time. This kingdom of grace is given to each of us as a gift, 
Yet in this world, it is still a humble kingdom that still suffers violence and is violently attacked. You, the beloved occupants of this kingdom, still suffer like your king suffered. Take heart, brothers and sisters in Christ. This is only for a short time, for the kingdom of grace will give way to the kingdom of glory when he returns. Today we remember the days of Martin Luther when the church was under attack from within. The devil was using leaders in the church to do violence to the kingdom of God. The word of God was traded for greedy lies. Luther was God's instrument to overcome this violence with the truth of the scriptures. The Reformation was about returning to the truth, returning to God's word. The everlasting gospel needs to be preached to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. The essence of Luther's teachings can be summed up from the book of Revelation. Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea, and the springs of water. It is necessary for these words to continue to ring out, especially now. The church suffers violence today. That should not surprise us. The church has never known complete and perfect peace in this world, and it never will. Not until Jesus comes back in all his glory. The violent will use what they know, violence in its many forms and attempts to drive you to despair and entice you to false belief. Your lives will be lived on the battlefield, and you will not escape with your life. You never get to just coast through life unscathed. Death awaits us all. Because God has marked you as his own in holy baptism, the devil will constantly bombard you with violence. You gained a powerful enemy when you became God's child. We can see the violence and struggle in our own homes, in our communities, even in our churches. The struggle of the Reformation never ends. Satan still attacks the church, and the sinful nature is all too willing to listen. When violence comes, and it certainly comes daily, we need to confess with all humility and honesty the truth of the gospel. Jesus is God. Jesus redeems you. Jesus is the word of truth. Jesus conquered death. When he suffered violence, it was on purpose so that he could overcome death and violence. Because of his sacrifice, death is no longer the end. He came through death and was raised to life. This is now our hope. Pain and death will come, but death will not be our end. God is in charge. The devil attacks and continues to battle, but the war is over. God's word has conquered. Violence will come at the hands of violent men. The church and her children will be attacked, but the cross is not the end. The despair in many Christians is to forget what happens with the cross. It is tempting to see our suffering and forget the suffering done on the cross. What did you expect? Everything would be wonderful after being God's child? Did you forget about Cain? He had no faith, and this caused him to act in violence towards the one who had faith, his own brother. One greater than Abel has come for you. The one who was to come has come, and he has died, and he has risen again. What does this mean for you? What can you now expect? Your salvation is concluded. It's already completed. This we do well to look back on and study it for our own sakes and for the sakes of our children. Why? Because there are no more surprises. Death will not take you by surprise because you have already died. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? 
We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. In your baptism, you died. After baptism, there is only life. For you were already raised with him. Even when physical death comes, your life continues in Christ until the last day when your body will be reunited with your soul. That will be the kingdom of Christ's glory. On this day of commemorating the Reformation, we remember the works of Luther and the Reformers, so we don't forget how God works in this world, in time, through real people. This will be highlighted again tomorrow, which we will celebrate next week with the Feast of All Saints. We give thanks to God for those who have gone before us in the faith. We give thanks for those who lived in faith and gave us examples to provide hope. We give thanks for those who preached and taught the truth of God's word, standing firm in the face of violence, holding fast to God's word even when it was neither popular nor lucrative to do so. This is why we recall the Reformation every year. In the face of many false and misleading wickedness and violence, we are called back to the Word of God. The Word of God hasn't vanished, but it has become buried in man-made teachings. While the violent will continue to attack the church and her people with violence, trying to snatch it away, they cannot win the day. One little word can fell them. It is finished. The payment for sin is done. Faith is given. Heaven is open. Death is defeated. Victory is yours. Here it is spread out for you in the midst of your enemies. On the night in which Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and wine and said, This is my body. This is my blood. Do this in remembrance of me. We commemorate his victory over death every time we partake of his body and blood. We proclaim his death for your salvation that was won through death and given to you here through his own appointed means. Here, earthly expectations are exceeded by heavenly realities as heaven and earth eat together the flesh and blood of the crucified and risen Christ. Saints on earth sing with angels and archangels and the whole company of heaven. The word they still shall let remain or any thanks have for it. He's by our side upon the plain with his good gifts and spirit. And take they our life, goods, fame, child, and wife. Though these all be gone, our victory has been won. The kingdom ours remaineth. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. The office hymn is TLH 268, Zion mourns in fear and anguish.
Zion mourns in fear and anguish, Zion, city of our God. Ah, she says, how sore I languish, bowed beneath the chastening rod. For my God forsook me quite, and forgot my sorry plight. Mid these troubles now distressing, countless was my soul oppressing. Once she mourns, he promised plainly that his help should e'er be near. Yet I now must seek him vainly in my days of woe and fear. Will his anger never cease? Will he not renew his peace? Will he not show forth compassion and again forgive transgression? Zion, surely do I love thee, thus to her the Savior saith. Though with many woes I prove thee, and thy soul is sad to death. For my troth is pledged to thee, Zion art thou dear to me. Deep within my heart I've set thee, that I never can forget thee. Let not Satan make thee craven, he can threaten but not harm. On my hands thy name is graven, and thy shield is my strong arm. How then could it ever be? I should not remember thee. Fail to build thy walls, my city, and look down on thee with pity. Never shall mine eyes behold thee, on my bosom thou art laid. Never shall my love enfold thee, never shalt thou lack mine aid. 
Neither Satan war nor stress, then shall mar thy happiness. With this blessed consolation, be thou found in tribulation. Amen. In peace let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the gift of divine peace and of pardon with all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the Holy Christian Church, here and scattered throughout the world, and for the proclamation of the gospel and the calling of all to faith, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this nation, for our cities and communities, and for the common welfare of us all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For seasonable weather and for the fruitfulness of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who labor, for those whose work is difficult or dangerous, and for all who travel, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all those in need, for the hungry and homeless, for the widowed and orphaned, and for all those in prison, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the sick and the dying, and for all those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Finally, for these and for all our needs of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Almighty and gracious Lord, pour out your Holy Spirit on your faithful people. Keep us steadfast in your grace and truth. Protect and deliver us in times of temptation. Defend us against all enemies. And grant to your church your saving peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by the patience and comfort of your holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. shall be ours forever. 
spread its light from age to age shall be our chief endeavor through life it guides our way in death it is our stay lord grant while worlds endure we keep its teachings pure throughout all generations. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us. Amen. We sing hymn LSB 656, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. This world's prince may still 
Skull fierce as he will, he can harm us none. He's judged the deed is done. One little word can fail him. The word they still shall let remain, nor any thanks have for it. He's by our side upon the plain, with his good gifts and spirit. And take they our life, Good's fame, child and wife, Though these all be gone, Our victory has been won, The kingdom ours remains.